Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness. The show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hello, this is Eden on Talk Purpose and Truth. And we are here with a special host tonight. Kim is still away. So we have Prabhath. How do you say your last name? Gotham, like Gotham City, okay. like Batman and Robin Gotham. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's so exciting to be here with you, Eden. And I know Kim is on her adventures and she's traveling and doing so much stuff. So I'm so thankful and um, happy to be here as your co-host. Yeah, thank you for filling in. I don't know if I could do this by myself. Well, I probably could, but I don't do know if better. I want to. Yeah, <laughs> it's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah. And, and it'll be fun the next couple of weeks until Kim is back from her travels. And then I am gone and get to come back as a guest host one day, maybe. Yeah, we'll maybe. see. We'll see how you do. Uh-oh. You haven't right. passed the test yet. Oh, no. <laughs> Today might be my last episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so we have uh, a special guest here who's a winner of our contest in February contest that we had. We had another winner that we had on last week, and this is our second winner. So I will introduce her. But first, we want to talk about a little bit um, uh, about empathy. You know about empathy, Prabhat? I've heard rumors about it. it, What's empathy to you? It's um, whenever you strongly feel what other people feel because you had the same experience Where no sympathy is you think That's about sympathy. it but empathy you actually had the same thing so empathy is when i don't know if i'm going to be saying it you know to yeah i guess the right way but my i guess my way of looking at it you are honoring people's feelings but you're not taking them on as if they are your own it's your own pain Sympathy, I think, is when you take on other people's pain. That's the way I see it. Oh, see, I never thought, I, I thought sympathy is, right, if somebody's affected by a storm somewhere, like you're sympathetic, but you don't have the experience where empathy is, you actually know what that's like because uh-huh. you're in a storm or you lost a loved one and they lost. So I thought it's you're it's, mirroring what they had. I think you're right about that, too. You have a strong understanding and um compassion for a person yeah. for whatever they're going through, but you just don't take it on. You're more like a witness for what they go through and you give them empathy. And you know what the one thing is that a lot of people lack is how to give empathy to themselves. That is true. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to give myself empathy for not knowing the definition of empathy, <laughs> but now I'm going to go home and Google that empathy <laughs> Okay. Or for the listeners. They're Googling right now. And I could be totally wrong, but that's the way I perceive it. <laughs> and if Eden's wrong, write in everybody and tell her she's wrong. <laughs> yeah, and then sure. I'll then I'll get to take over the show. As okay, the empathy judge. Right. So here's I'm going to read off five signs of an empath. Okay. Because some people are actually empaths. Do you I, know what that I, is? Uh oh, back to the first question. <laughs> no, but I, yeah, I've heard I hear people say it all the time. Like this person is an empath. Yeah. So let's see. Let's, see if you check yeah. off any of these right. these top five. Okay. You feel others' emotions deeply. Yeah. That's okay, but you don't take them on. I take them on. Okay. So no. 
So, well, sometimes people don't know how to not take them on. They, they're they so strong in their empathy. I yeah. guess they have so much empathy. They just don't know how to separate it. It's yeah. just, yeah. But it's not healthy to take it on. So you don't have to. But a lot of times people feel, I do too. I have that deeply. Yeah. I feel other people's feelings, sometimes physical feelings. And I do my best to set boundaries with that. But... Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Next one is random people ask for help. All the time. Yeah. I have that. (laughs) You have that. Mm -hmm. I I have that. I have that (laughs) illness, that gene. Okay. Okay. You see others intent, even if their words don't match. Yeah. You have that too, Eden, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I think you always have that. Okay. Okay. Your gut is rarely, uh, rarely wrong, even in, even if you doubt it. That one is hard because a lot of times, yeah, people will doubt themselves. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, I always tell people the first thought that comes to mind is always the truth. That's good. I That's agree. good? Yeah. No, that's good <laughs> advice. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of times people will dismiss it because they don't have that trust. I mean, you, you hear people say like, oh, they felt really uncomfortable in this situation or they just were like, I shouldn't get in the car and they have an accident that day, right? Like they... Oh, that's extreme. Something, yes. Something in them knew... <laughs> Yeah. They weren't feeling balanced or comfortable. Yeah. I mean, you hear like they fell asleep at the wheel or something happened, right? Wow. Well, actually, that's something that our guest is going to talk about because she has a few stories that are that go perfectly along with that. I knew that. Uh-huh. I felt that You've, once, yeah. once so I knew she's here. She'll have a very good examples of that one. Um, and I don't know if, he, if she doubted herself in those. Um, actually, I don't, she must not have. She didn't because she's still here today. <laughs> Just put it that her. way. <laughs> once, once she's here, we'll ask her. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Last one. You are affected by the weather. That's the sign of a sign of an empath. I don't think I'm. Are you affected by the weather, Eden? Um, yeah. Sometimes it, the the full moon. Yes. Okay. I don't know if that is that weather. <laughs> I guess, but the rain. It's not really weather. <laughs> when it rains, it doesn't do anything for you. A lot of times, people will get depressed when it's raining but yeah i don't i don't have that one yeah yeah i don't i don't have that one either so uh questionable on whether i'm you're not an empath yeah would i have the empathy gene at all this is good okay if kim was sitting here she would probably five out of five yeah (laughs) kim is like 10 out of five like she for sure is right right yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyways, let's go. That's a great quiz to... for all the listeners. Go back and listen to that later. <laughs> That's so good. Though. Yeah. And there's more. We just yeah. took the top five. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to introduce our, our guest today. It's her name is Heather Torres and she's a single mom. She has two kids. She's studying to become a sommelier. Yes. Okay. I didn't know if I pronounced that right. Uh, works in the medical field. Um, and she's been working there for the last 15 years. And recently she started opening herself up to the realm of spirituality. So she happens to be someone I met her. I don't know if it's at least a year ago, maybe. Oh, no, more it than was that. like eight years ago. What? Oh, mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. My I hair color is different since the last time you've seen me. <laughs> okay. She came to me uh, for a reading years wow. ago. Obviously, years ago. Eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, since then, we've uh, seen each other just professionally. Yes. Yes. But she entered our contest and 
You know, she it was, was a last minute submission. We, uh, I hate to say, we were going to pick someone else. And then last minute she swooped in and her because she story. Felt that she'd win. She well, knew. I know. Well, actually, she's going to tell you about yeah. that. Yes. We need, that's, you should tell the audience about um, that too. Um, you know what I'm talking about? You're looking like a little uh, puzzled. I remember yeah. you told me on the phone that you almost didn't apply. Or mm-hmm. okay, enter, yeah. and then enter the contest, and then uh, something told you that you should, right? And then, like I said, it was like last minute, like the eleventh hour. She did it, and literally, yeah, her story was so intriguing, and I can't wait for everyone to hear what she has to say. So, hi, Heather. Hi, hi. Eden. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Yes. So, tell us everything. All righty. Where do I begin? Um, I think you were talking about trusting your gut. And I think this is where where I come into play, where I was trusting my gut. And my submission was about trusting my gut. And I had gone to, because I'm studying to become a sommelier, I had a wine event to go to. And so I went to the wine event that was in Brentwood. And it was on Wilshire Boulevard. And so I showed up, I parked across the street from the wine event. And as I was crossing Wilshire Boulevard, which is a busy street in Brentwood, as we know, I just kept getting this feeling of just, ooh, something's not right. And then that scene from The Wedding Planner where Jennifer Lopez's shoe gets stuck in in the the manhole. The drain. The drain, yeah. Yeah. Okay plays in my mind and I'm like oh okay that's weird and I go into the party and I start drinking it was a Dom Perignon sponsored party so it's expensive luxury champagne and I'm allowed to have copious amounts of it but the more I drink the more these gut feelings and these these scenes of the wedding planner were popping into my mind that I was like 15 minutes into the party I was like I'm done I'm not drinking I just it just did not give me a good feeling and so I um, ended up leaving the party early. I went to cross the street, and it was my my turn to cross the street. And I was paying attention to the street, noticing, oh, there's a lot of cracks in the street for it being Wilshire Boulevard in Brentwood. Um, and then immediately, look, I look up, and this car is speeding towards me, not eight feet af- away from me. And I just jumped out of the way. And... The car slammed on its brakes and just skid right into the middle of the intersection, barely missing me. And I can't help but think that if I didn't, if I ignored these gut feelings, that car was going to hit me. And the picture in your head of the... The the, the picture in my head. Jennifer Lopez movie. Yes. But you didn't have Matthew McConaughey come sweep you up. I didn't even have Danny DeVito and I would take (laughs) a charming Danny DeVito any day as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that movie clip was that, that movie clip popped into saved, my head may have saved your life. and I've yeah. never even seen that movie I've only seen that scene wow. oh wow yeah so it's just so strange how that actually came to life yeah you know a lot of weird movie scenes pop into my head with with other situations like what well there was the the route 91 what happened? happened? Well, I love country music, and Route 91 was around my birthday, so I was wanting to go. And so I was looking up tickets, and as I was looking up tickets, this movie scene popped in my head. And I want to say it's a Nicolas Cage, but I haven't been able to find it. And it's somebody who's, like, popping out of a sky rise, popping the, the window out of a sky rise and shooting, and then there's a lot of explosions going on in the hallway. And so that movie popped into my head while I was looking at the tickets, and then I said... 
you know, I should look up the floor plan of this concert and see what the venue is like. Mm -hmm. And then when I looked it up, I noticed that the hotels were over the venue and I had the thought somebody could shoot into this hotel room and I didn't go to the concert because I had that thought and it just gave me the heebie-jeebies. Oh my gosh. And that's the big Las Vegas shooting. Right. That was the big Las Vegas shooting. Wow. And of course you don't tell anybody because they think you're crazy. Uh Uh-huh. And so I didn't tell anybody. And then when it happened, I was like, oh, my God, I wanted to go to that concert and I was going to go. But I had this thought and then people passed judgment on you. Like, how could you think that? You're so you did tell people after? I did after it happened. And it was, how could you even think that? What kind of person would think that? And it was just this clip popped into my head and it made me, it directed my course into looking at the venue and investigating it a little bit better than realizing maybe this isn't one what I want to go to because of that gut intuition I had. And you think, goodness, you listened to it. I didn't, yeah. I didn't go. But at that time, you didn't know that this was going to become a theme in your psyche that you were going to no. get movie clips in your head. No, I did not Run know. Your life. <laughs> I did not know that this, this was going to be a thing or if it was even a thing. I... Just, I thought I was being crazy. Well, you're not crazy. Thank you. You're Think, alive. Things yeah, like that happen to me. <laughs> I don't get yeah. movie clips, but yeah, yeah, intuition and gut, gut instincts. Yeah. That's what that is. And well, you have the mother's instinct. I'm glad to know I'm not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I do have the mother's instinct. Oh my gosh. How old are the kids? Uh, my son is 16 and my daughter's 18. That's so exciting yeah. to be a mom and seeing them grow and... Do, do they have that? Have you had a chance to talk to them about? No, you know, I think this is something I've been coming, realizing. In fact, I have seen Eden in like back in July. And I think yeah. once I had that reading with Eden, yeah. everything just opened up and I started opening myself up to the spiritual realm with Eden's reading. And now that I'm more open, I'm getting more and more signs and more and more strong gut feelings, Mm -hmm. which is something I'm trying to explore. I just need to tap into it. Yeah. Do you want that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Some people don't. No, I, I do. I feel like, I feel in my gut that I would, could, could bring good. Like I could use it for good. So I do, do you want to try and tap into it? Because I feel like there's a lot of peace. Like you've brought me a lot of peace and a lot of closure. Mm-hmm. And I'm forever grateful for that. And you don't know any of this, but. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that you've brought me a lot of peace and a oh, lot of closure. Yeah, I've never it's nice told to you. Hear. Yeah. But um, like I do feel like I would want, if I could tap into something and use it for good, I would love to know how to do that because there's something calming and, and liberating when you can find your internal peace. Of course. And I feel like you've brought in a lot of internal peace to me. Oh, happy to hear that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I know that for me, when I get, um, sometimes I've gotten uh, like signs that I should not do something. It always comes in the form of like a a black shadow, right? Just goes across my eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's always too late. (laughs) <laughs> so for me, it's like a warning. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's happened a few times. Um, I don't like it. I just, as soon as I see it, it's like a, a feeling of dread comes over me. And it's not, it's not easy. It's not always, it can be a burden to, to get that. Right. So you don't feel that burden. No, no. In fact, all I've seen or able when I have these visions, they've always been about me. They mm-hmm. haven't really been about other people. I mean, granted the Route 91 thing happened but it was about me not going not 
you know, others. I had the feeling, but it wasn't about, it was me not going versus that yeah. this was going to happen. But you did have, I remember you told me something that happened uh, when someone was getting an MRI. Oh, yes. What yes, was that? Because I, I, I work in healthcare and I worked in a hospital and it was Christmas Eve and it was my first year as, as a tech. And I, um, I had this patient and I was examining this patient and he was very rambunctious and he was very disoriented. And um, it was really difficult to do the exam, but I did the exam and um, stepped out of the room to have um, transport call him to go back to his room. And then something said, go back into that room. And I went back into the room and he was laying in the bed and then said something said, check his pulse. And he didn't have a pulse. Mm. So we had to call the code and they had to bring him back to life. And he was revived and he didn't die on Christmas Eve. He died two days later. But something said, go back, check that patient. Okay, so that one wasn't about just you. That one wasn't about me. And that didn't have a movie clip. All right. That was just, but this was 14 years ago. Oh, so now you've kind of evolved into the movie clips. Into movie clips. And I don't even watch movies very often. (laughs) You just see trailers. Yeah. But you should not go watch any scary movies. Those are my favorite, too. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It seems like the only clips they're using are the ones that you've seen. Well, I've never the, seen The Wedding Planner. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah, you said you didn't see. You only yeah. saw the scene. Yeah, and I can't, I can't picture that Nicolas Cage movie I'm trying to do. It might not even... It could have been Bruce Willis in Die Hard. I don't know. <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me. Yeah, I, I, I've never seen Die Hard either. Okay, I, I it's have. It's a great Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real... It's a great family movie. Yeah. No. Wow. This is something. What do you think of these stories? Oh, I, I think I talked about it when I was on the show before. So asked me this two years ago I said you're crazy mm-hmm. I still think you're a little crazy Heather That's but okay. no, in a good way <laughs> must be but, there. but then my sister and I realized what you have which I was going to talk to you after the show but we'll do it now on the show is <laughs> you have precognition my sister and I yeah. will start having chest pain or like feel uneasy you know, that's funny and we'll find out somebody has died so like yeah. so a family friend I hadn't seen this guy in so the anniversary of my father's death is March 3rd so it's like this was this week oh. so two years ago my father's best friend around the 25th anniversary, I started having chest pain. My sister has chest pain. And we're like, what's wrong? Like, and his best friend died. Like he's in the hospital and then died a week later. But so she and I, once we started keeping track of this, we started realizing we both will feel really strong sensations of sadness, but nothing's happened. Like there's no breakup. There's no, like you're, business project didn't work out we'll just feel sad for no reason or we'll feel pain for no reason Mm -hmm. but there is a reason because then we'll check in with each other and then we'll find out somebody has died like it may be a few days later that we found out the person died that day so i would have thought all this was crazy probably not a year ago like five years ago but then i started researching it. it's called precognition and there's a guy who actually would he was able to predict giant like horrible things right like somebody was trying to kill people in england he knew about it he told the british government he he prevented it and so once i started learning about him i was like this is so fascinating and then i'm watching this documentary and my friend kathy eldon is in the documentary her son dan eldon was this famous reporter he was killed he and three other reporters were killed in somalia and this other guy predicted it and told the mom dan is going to get killed near water Mm. like three months before he died and so for me to have known Kathy for five years and never knowing that story that somebody told her ahead of time. But what I found is people with precognition or any of these things, like 
they, we all find each, like they just find each other. And one of my really good friends who is super flaky, she's never reliable. Normally that's somebody I'd never be close to, but we've stayed friends for 15 years and then one day we we're talking and it's because she also, she had a dream about a friend dying and the next day he died. Hmm. She had a clear dream. So I think there's people that, it's just a special gift. Some people have photographing memory, some people, right. they can hear a song once and play it on a piano or a violin. And I think when you when I started just realizing it's just another gift that certain people have, then it was easier to like understand it. Where before it seemed too new agey and too out there. Mm-hmm. But so you've I accepted think, you know, it. I've totally accepted. It. I think yeah. with what Heather's saying is, I think as you tap into it more, what you'll realize is you not only will you trust your instinct first, you'll really get to hone in on it. Because like for me, anytime I have a really strong sensation now, I'll text my sister the same day and I'll be like. Are you experiencing this? So it's my sister than me that we have younger twin brothers. As far as we know, they've never had this kind of experience. Hmm. But she and I always do. And when we trace it back, we've known this since we were kids. We just weren't aware of it. We just dismissed it. Right. I always thought something was wrong with me because I had so many things like that happen since I was a kid. Yeah. Until I could. I read a book one day when I was like 30. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's why I see blue on the paper when I read books. And (laughs) it's really spirit. There's nothing wrong with my eyes. I actually went to the doctor to find out if there was something wrong with me. Yeah. Right. I like I having those thoughts was like, this is crazy. You know what? Absolutely crazy. I and I experienced it and I'm still in disbelief that it happened. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to believe. It's interesting how we all talk ourselves out of those things, right? Like, right. Yeah. I mean, they say that, like, we were talking about that earlier, like, you know, where somebody really will, like, dismiss a really strong feeling, right? Like, I mean, it's happened where people are like, oh, I just never felt comfortable with that person. Then you realize that person, you know, has I've, a horrible history of things I've they've done. I've done that, and I have a story, and it involves mm-hmm. a movie clip where oh. I, had, um, <laughs> I had a boyfriend that I had been dating for two years. For I had the... So we were dating, and he was in my backyard, and he was digging a hole. And Matthew Broderick's uh, War Games popped into my head, the scene where he's on the computer. Uh And um, I've never seen the movie. I was four when it came out. And um, so I was like, huh, I'm going to Google him. Why would I Google my boyfriend of two years? Uh Uh-oh. First thing that popped up was a cheater's blog. And two girls arguing on, two weeks before, arguing on him on that cheater's blog back and forth and I was just like this is my boyfriend why are these two girls on this blog and why is this the first thing on Google yeah wow popping up but I couldn't put logic or anything to it so I was in disbelief but so so you but did you you end up believing I mean you're not with him now I'm not with him now so did you take that as a sign I should break up with him uh it definitely left chips in the relationship and we split up four months later because it just was too much okay but the fact that that popped in yeah and I couldn't put put it together but I didn't believe myself and the proof was right in front of me it was stamped I looked up these people on Facebook and their profile pictures I didn't want to get involved in that mess I asked him and of course it was a turnaround of well why are you googling me yeah not wow so So, and is this you know, spirit coming through, giving you these movie clips or high, your higher consciousness. I don't, it could be both. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But you need to start believing. 
<laughs> She's believing. I'm believing. I, I, I'm more. So that's, I'm more. Well, that's believing. Three. I'm more now. open up. She and I yes. are both believing. We're on yes. team believing. Yes. But, but but what's crazy? <laughs> and is I get heart I've, flutters all the time. And you yeah. were talking about how you get the chest pains. I get flutters oh, yeah. all the time. It's it scares me because I'll tell people I think I'm having a heart attack. And I've oh, gone. Know, I've had that. I've gone to a specialist to check my my heart. Yes. And they're yeah. like it's fine. And so yeah. now I'm putting everything together. And the more and then working with you has just opened me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Opened. I mean I'm heartless. So I mean at that point it doesn't really matter. But but it's interesting though. Like, yeah, like, yeah, but I think on a bigger level of like, mm-hmm. like not just in the sort of spiritual realm of people saying like, oh, I don't really like the job that I'm at. I want to move on to my dream and they don't do that. Like, what is it about people where they know where they want to be and what are the roadblocks we have sort of blocking mm, us in that's general? That's a whole other episode. But, but, but I think yeah. it's all the same thing of just yeah. like, you know where you're guided and you know what you want to do. And then we're sort of in this. And you also know where you're somewhere where you're miserable and like you said, like you're in a relationship that it wasn't just the girl saying that, that he's a cheater. There probably were other things that were red flags to you. But it's how we sort of d- we discount ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then we eventually realize, oh, I was right in the beginning. And it's not just how much time would you have saved. But if you just get into a place of always trusting yourself, how different is your worldview? How different is your life? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I want in. This really is on another note, completely different than what we're talking about. But I want to make sure to share um, along the lines of being an empath. um, uh, What was it? Last month I went to Texas and visited. um, Why did I forget the name? The grass. (laughs) The grassy knoll. Grassy knoll. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I visited the grassy knoll in Dallas. And before I went, even Kim, she warned me. She because she said her husband went once and he's not an empath like we are but he felt sick when he went so she just said before you go make sure you protect yourself and just do what you got to do before you go so I did on the way there I did that and then I felt fine but I stood they have these two X's on the street um, on Elm Street and you've seen it I've seen pictures. My son has gone there, but okay. I have okay. not made it. But so I they know have, what you're talking about. Okay, so they're mark they're markings of where he got shot, the two the two shots that went out. Um, so I stood on one of them, and when I stood there, like you said, you feel when someone's about to die. Yeah. Um, I felt this deep, deep sadness that it just came over me, and I didn't feel like I wanted to cry, but I and I knew it wasn't mine. I just felt like a universal sadness, and it was so so heavy. It was, and then like I looked around and you could see if you, the people just were, you know, frowning all all around. There were dozens and dozens of people around me and everybody was just like kind of somber walking around there. It just brings you down. So I felt that that was just kind of a crazy feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that. That's intense. Well, we're we're soon to wrap, but before we go, Heather... Tell us where people can yeah. find you and then everything. Do you know. want to be found? Yeah, do I be don't found? I don't really have any <laughs> kind right. of person social media presence right. or any I'm just a, So so don't Google her if <laughs> you're wait, an ex. I'm not that interesting. Are yeah. you looking for someone in your uh, in your life, a life partner? You know, I kind of just leave it up to I I've learned yeah. That the less I control, the better things come to me. So whatever will be, will be. And <laughs> what my life path, I've just got to trust. And yeah. the more I've hunkered onto that belief, the better life has gotten for me. Right. So yeah. you're you're accepting your your now. Yeah. Where you are now. And I kind of like it. Okay. Yeah. Well, best of luck with the sommelier. Thank on you on that journey. Oh. 
How much longer till you? Um, I'm done with my two-year course, and now I take my exams in May. And I have to say that these exams are definitely harder than the medical credentials that I've earned. Wow. I don't For know wine. anything about that. Hmm. Yeah, okay. neither did I. <laughs> That's it's interesting. so great, Heather. Like, Thank you. We learned a lot, and now I'm going to reach out to you every single time that you have any of the strong feelings so I know what's happening in the world. Please do. Because you have to trust Please trust validate you. my, my yeah. feelings no, so I, I know I'm not crazy. I know. Like, you were never crazy. It's just. Are you seeing a movie clip right now? No. Okay. I'm just yeah. seeing good good hearts. Okay, good. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> okay. Instagram filters. Yay. Okay. Well, with that, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you for picking me. You're, you're welcome. You're, the, you're always a winner, and you won this. Thank you. So I guess before we go, Eden, we want to go to... Our amazing sponsors, right? Yes, our sponsor, Doris Muna. So we have Doris Muna here, who has been a previous amazing guest. And I'm so excited because she is having a series of workshops workshops for six Saturdays in the Southern California area. Doris, can you, these are for healers, right? Can you tell us about this? Yes, it is for healers and lay people at, as well. It's to help healers uh, clear their energy fields and to give them tools so they can be more effective in their results. I, it's a shame. I see it all the time that healers get burnt out and they cannot keep going and they have all sorts of illnesses or depression. It's all this energy that's stuck to them, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Yeah, I that's understand. huge. Yeah, I that's understand. amazing because I've never seen someone have a workshop for this. And so, where where, where would they contact you to find out more? They can contact me via my website, DorotheaHealing.com, and it's info at DorotheaHealing.com or my phone number eight zero five eight zero seven three zero nine seven. Awesome! So exciting. That sounds great. For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.